Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Are just off 430. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, Free Fred White Report coming up. We're going to talk on some NFL because we got some sound from uh, many of the contributors. At the bottom of the hour, we've got Dr. O'Malley from UMS Orthopedics. If you got a question, we haven't called for enough of that. If you've got a question for Doc, you can call in during his segment at 661-1037. How often can you get free medical advice? We should probably do a legal segment, too. Free free legal advice? I'll give you some, but I'm not a lawyer. Um, and then at the uh, 45 mark, we got the mayor of Little Rock, Frank Scott Jr. We'll talk to the good mayor about what's happening with uh, road clearing and you know getting people that need uh, warm places to stay, keeping them safe, and what's going on in the city with that. And then in the final hour, Chris Alley's coming up with a special guest to do another review, guys. And I'm sure he'll be feeding you lunch. So... Yeah, you. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. You guys alive back there? You okay? Barely. Yeah. Well, just, what's wrong? Just thinking about incident? that food, just savoring in my mind. I haven't ate all day. Yeah. I haven't either. Stay focused, boys. Got work to do. Getting angry. The Razorbacks are tied for ninth in the SEC right now. They got work to do. They should be angry as well. And Auburn and Alabama remaining perfect. We've got some big matchups this weekend. And we will, uh, I'm sure, touch on those again tomorrow. By the way, hey, don't forget the uh, Marine Expo tomorrow. Wes is going to be out there with... I assume Pigskin's going to join you, Wes? i got to check on that. I'll, I'll let yeah. him and Philip know that's where I'll be if they want to swing by. I can't wait to talk to uh, Ken. Boy, Ken's been through hell this last year, so I'm sure this is a nice, uh, cathartic thing for him to be able to put on a show again. They got hit by the tornado, then they got hit by the microburst, too, so he has been through it this last year, man, so uh, I know he's looking forward to that. I remember but, when I first started, you said King Griffey was coming on with us, and I was like, the King Griffey? And then he got here, and I was like, that's not Ken Griffey. He's the Ken Griffey around these parts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, so we're looking forward to it. Arkansas hosting a 2-2 two and two South Carolina team. Gamecocks 14-3 and three overall, and they are 500 on the road this year as well. So will not be an easy out for Arkansas by any stretch of the imagination. No, this is a good team. They, they play uh, defense. I mean, they really get after you. They like a slow game, kind of a slow pace. It's probably not going to be pleasing to the eye, uh, but Arkansas just got to get out. It, it starts on defense. If they can get some turnovers, get out there and run a little bit, get some easy baskets, that's still something that's missing from this team. Didn't create any turnovers last week. It's hard to create a turnover when you touch a guy and there's a foul called, uh, yeah. but uh, th- that'll be something they need to improve on and start that with South Carolina. Um. Yeah, and I was thinking, wow, that sounds like sex saying him. Not good on offense, play really hard on defense, pretty effective, rebound pretty well. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Heavy good training day for Arkansas last two nights ago. Yeah. Common opponent. All right. Anything else? Let's see. Arkansas women getting ready for a top ten matchup in Baton Rouge against LSU on Sunday. And D1 Baseball came out with their uh, freshman class, ranking the freshman class. They kind of re-rank it after, you know, they see who's gone to uh, the Major League Baseball draft, who signed, all that kind of stuff. Arkansas had the number one freshman class in all the country, according to D1 wow. Baseball. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we uh, we need to get Coach on before they start practice. Just I'm curious about uh, some of the, you know, races, I guess, and some of the, some of the positions that will be being battled for. Uh, we are on our way to getting Hagen Smith back again this year, and you're going to hear a couple other Razorbacks on the other shows as well, so looking forward to that. Um, you know what? Let's stay on baseball for a minute here before we turn over to the NFL. I thought this was interesting, and, and Christian, 
I know you get the clip there. Um, Craig Council, who was the Milwaukee Brewers manager, is now flipping over to Chicago, and he was recently at a, uh, a Q&A deal with um, Shambi, the, the guy that calls the, the Cubs games, and they had some, some fans in the house as well. And I guess I didn't remember him as a player that much. I know I watched him play, but... Didn't sound that memorable. Craig yeah, Council? A, yeah, as a player. D-back. I remember him as a D-back. Kind of a uh, utility guy at times, but yeah. he could do a little bit of everything. Good player. Well, he apparently had a bit of a different batting stance, Wes. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, somebody asked him about it. It was a very interesting answer as to how he came to find his batting stance that he stuck with. And there's a famous person involved in this that you certainly wouldn't think of baseball first. Hi, Craig. Uh, welcome to Chicago. I do have a question for you as a player. You had one of the most unique batting stances. <laughs> How did you end up there? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think we should acknowledge a story I told earlier about my 0 for 44 stretch. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Um, another story. I was... I was not a very good hitter, and I was at the time with the Los Angeles Dodgers, and I uh, was in spring training with them. I was on another Ulfer streak, um, couldn't get any hits. I hit a line drive to left field in spring training. I was like, yes, first base hit, first base hit. Put my head down, start running to first. The crowd in Port St. Lucie goes crazy, crazy. They go absolutely crazy. I look up. And Garth Brooks had made a diving catch in left field to extend my Ofer streak. I was released the next day. I, I had a talk with myself and said, why can't you get any hits? And that led to me putting my hands way up in the air. So I like to blame Garth Brooks for a horrible batting stance. It's a pretty wild story, no? Yeah, you think you got a hit and you get robbed of a hit and you get robbed of of all people, Garth Brooks? No. Yeah, if you remember, he, you know, a lot of batters when their hands are kind of close to their ears, their head. Man, this dude would reach way up above his head uh, to start his stance, and and he would, and to get into it, he would put his hands all the way up in the air, like stretching out, and then bring them down just a little bit, and that's where he would start. It was very unique. I. I'm sure I've heard this story about Garth Brooks being a baseball player, but I got to be honest, that was a that was out of left field, pun intended. I mean, I, I was not counting on that one or expecting that one. Yeah, he used to go to spring training every year, uh, well, for several years in a row, and they had put him in the game from time to time, and um, that was one of that was probably the biggest play he ever made. Says uh, signed with the Padres for spring training in '98 '99. His feel his performance did not warrant management placing him on the regular season roster. He was offered a non-roster spot but declined it. Oh, so he was a celebrity that was, got put in the spring train. I thought kind that of, it was of a be- gimmick. Yeah, I thought it was before he got famous. Oh no 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 okay, no okay. no. Signed with the Mets, spring training stint was also poor performance, zero for seventeen batting record. In '04, returned to baseball with the Royals. First and only hit off of Mike Myers hmm. during his hmm. final spring training game with the Royals. In 2019, returned to spring training with the Pittsburgh Pirates to promote his charity. So I didn't know Mike Myers played baseball either. I, I remember him doing Austin Powers and SNL. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a few callers, okay. by the way. Yeah, take them. JW. Hello, JW. Hello. Are you there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. What's up? You're on. Usually I get like a greeting. Okay, it's just quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, JW joining us in the zone. JW, welcome. Fire away. How's that? Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you. Hey, uh, I got a football question for Razorbacks, and I got a NATO. So, the SEC is being like, you can't even watch a a two-hour game without making at least two and a half hours just because they call so many fouls. Mm. I don't like NATO. I don't like Alabama. I don't care for what he did with the, the Brandon Miller stuff with the shooter and all that. I don't like the guy, but what he did, I don't. I don't see an issue with it. You got a ref standing right there, and you're allowing that one player to come into your group to sit there and mouth and, and, and instigate 
when they're all he did was saying, get back over there. And they couldn't call anything on that guy, but they can call it on uh, Nate O. While they call fouls and text constantly, but they couldn't correct that issue, when does the ref start becoming accountable? And where they, It's kind of like they get to do what they want to do, and that's in any sport, and they can just disappear after the game and not have to answer for it. And they, and they give these ungodly fines to, to people and these sanctions, which it, it, there needs to be accountability. And here's my second thing. Have y'all really done your homework on Jackson, the Utah running back? Dude is a beast. I'm just, I saw a video I, of I don't it. know. He if can block. He can I mean, let me ask you. Here's my question. With the running backs we got in place, I want to know your one, two, and three starter. And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. All right, JW, great work. Uh, Dominion? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have an opinion. on. Do you have an opinion like who you think the starting running back should be? No. Yeah, I don't I either. Don't either. I, I don't even know what this offense is going to look like yet Yeah. with Petrino. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. A lot of people just say it's going to be green, but I think there's going to be a battle. Uh, there's going to be a battle at running back. Uh, probably a lot depends on the offensive line, too. What kind of an offensive line are they? Are they going to be able to block and open some holes? Or are you going to need a a back that can make the first guy miss? I don't know. I don't think there's a bell cow on the team. I think Dubinian, Augustov, and uh, the new running back from Utah, from Utah will all get some run. I agree yeah, with that. Gonna, yeah, I think they'll all play. The kid from Utah is very impressive, though. His build. Yeah, he is good. He, he reminds me of, like, uh, he looks like Wingo a little bit to me, Wes. Hmm. I mean, he's a bigger dude. Yes. Taller, seem like I don't know how tall he is, but I, I need to look it up. Petrino loves was, big backs. Yes, exactly. Roger That's Green. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah um, Roderick Green's another good comp. LC uh, from Sherwood is also one. Let's go. LC, hey, welcome guys. to the zone. We appreciate you joining us. What do you have to offer today? Awesome, Nile Davis. What about Nile Davis? It reminds me of just seeing some film. Hmm. The guy from Utah. Yeah, he's got speed, too. The kid had a breakaway run. Uh, Jaquindon Jackson, the video that I saw, had a nice breakaway run. So i got to check his uh, his size and his, his height and weight. But. This uh, foul ratio in our games, basketball games, from first half to second half, is crazy. I mean, I don't know what they're doing to go back and talk about it, or, you know, then they start blowing whistles. It's unbelievable. But really why I called was West. Is Dak on the last year of his contract? Yes. Next year, and then McCarthy's on the end of his. Yes, but you think that has anything to do with anything? You're gonna give him one more run, and then uh, maybe blow it up if it doesn't pan out right. I will I'll say, leave it with that, guys. Thanks for the call. Thank we'll you. see. Yeah, it's what hey, it man. appears they're setting it up to 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 make one more run at it, but. Knowing the way the salary cap works, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they uh, try to get with Dak, maybe extend, give him uh, a couple more years on that contract, give him a, uh, some of that m- a signing bonus so they can defer some of that money on, on his salary to open up more space on the salary cap. And Jerry Jones, when he put out his press release last night, did not indicate whether McCarthy got an extension or not. So we, well, that is not known, and that's been uh, been brought up out there well, by some of the reporters who cover the Cowboys. They don't know if McCarthy's contract was extended with this vote of confidence. Yeah, if you extended him beyond, and you know, a lot of people thought that she should be can. That'd be crazy. By the way, Jaquinton Jackson is six two two twenty eight, so I would say very nice size, mm-hmm. big back. Uh, let's move on to some of the NFL clips um, and talk about some of the matchups this weekend. And this is the one I meant to play this yesterday. I was trying to think of a clip yesterday. My brain was not functioning for some reason. But there was a, a, a situation in Detroit the other day. And I saw somebody defend this. They're like, well, you know, a lot of times news reporters are pressed into action. They have to go over and cover sports. I'm like, well, you better have a basic knowledge of what you're covering if you're going to go over to a, a press conference and ask questions. Or here's an idea. I've done this many times. I've gone to something that I know I didn't know a lot about, and I just shut up and let the other people ask questions and listened. And, you know, I was basically a human mic stand, and there's a, there's a role for people like that. Like this person who went to the press conference with Tampa and asked uh, their head coach, Todd Bowles, about traveling to Detroit and the difficulty with the weather. Now, for those of you who don't know, well, they play at Ford Field, which is a dome, and they have for some time. 
uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared team uh, today. It's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures you can talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't... Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors and... We only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. Hey, before you go off or say something, let me. Uh, I saw a tweet about this. The uh, news station that she represents no longer has a sports department. She was a news reporter covering a sports event, and unfortunately that's the trend going on around the country that local sports is being devalued. And uh, you have fewer and fewer sports reporters, sports anchors covering the sport. And they're choosing to send news reporters. And that is exactly what happens when you have someone that doesn't know what they're covering or the sport that they're covering asking questions. Um, okay. Well, also, people have co-hosts who don't listen to anything they say on occasion, yep. like today. Moments ago, I literally just said... She's a news reporter, and people are making excuses for her. So it's just fine to go there and be a human mic stand and not say anything instead of asking a question and looking like a buffoon. Right? I don't know what was going through her mind and why she asked that question, but she obviously thought it was a good question. She obviously didn't know what the hell she's doing. No doubt. No doubt. Here's the thing, Wes, and you've done this before, too. You were a news reporter. You were an anchor. We oftentimes are pressed into action as journalists to go cover something that we know nothing about, but typically we do a little research on it before we go over and cover it. And even sometimes when you don't know anything about it, you don't have to ask a question. You don't get paid to ask questions always. Sometimes you let the people that are there that know about sports ask those questions if you're out of your element. Or, look, I've covered a bunch of stuff where I've gone to a press conference where there was a medical issue or a legal issue or a court case or something else that I hadn't been on that beat, didn't know what was going on. Guess what? Didn't ask any questions. We gathered the stuff. I came back. I put my story together, and we moved on. But I'm not going to defend that. That's And, again, people have a distrust of, the, of journalists. This is the kind of thing that does not help our cause. I know this is not a serious issue. It's just a sports story. But it makes you look stupid, and it really hurts the industry. You know, we just had this reporter come out, what, two or three months ago, talk about how if she couldn't corral the coach, she just made up something for that he would have said. I mean, we already are fighting this battle. It's like you're 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 undermining what is already a losing battle for us. So it frustrates me. It's it's more funny than anything, but at the same time, I'm not going to defend that at all. There's no defense for that. I don't care what you do for a living. I mean, it's better she asked that question, got straightened out, and learned the facts instead of doing an entire story on what the weather's going to be like and how tough it's going to be, and it makes the air. Then it's even worse. Part of, actually, part of asking questions is learning, getting answers that you don't know. And she, know. she learned something there. <laughs> she learned that they play indoors. Well, the oldest saying in the book is, there are no dumb questions. I would like to put that one to the test, okay? Um, anyway, it is tough. And you're right. Look, I know you're defensive probably of it as well. I am. Look, I saw sports getting squeezed when I was in TV. That was why a lot of people were like, you must be crazy. Why are you going to radio full-time? Because I saw the writing on the wall, man. I didn't want to stay in there and do... And again, we got cut all the time. We were doing uh, three minutes of newscast or less at times. And it's like, oh, we're cutting. Weather has... Uh, there's rain. We've got to cut your sports cast. I'm like, yeah, but I produced... I cut these highlights. I did the... I got this. went out and got the interview, and I did the thing on the thing, and I can't use it to... Whatever. It is crazy to me. And we're lucky in Little Rock that we do have the sports department still. But, I mean, there are major places where they've cut sports altogether, and, and, and they don't do sports. And they, their thinking is, if you really, and it's a lot of times in bigger cities, their thinking is, if you really care about this big team, you'll go watch ESPN. You but, know what's funny to me? What, what do we have at our fingertips at 24-7? Your phone. Weather information. <laughs> and all they do is more weather information all the time. Weather leads all the time, and that's fine. I don't have an issue with it, but I'm like... That's as accessible as anything, and I can look at the forecast. I can look at the radar. I don't necessarily need somebody to give me the whole, but they, they can't get enough weather time on TV. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't want to get you in trouble with your bosses, but I'm just saying. 
And I don't have, again, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it is funny to me how, like, local sports, which is a unique product. That's why the buzz is good. I think the buzz is great because we provide local sports talk on something you're not going to find somewhere else. I mean, that's what's unique about us. I've often said, like, you know, trying to do music radio today would be a real challenge. And I applaud those who do it well, and I applaud those who can, you know, compete and, and sell it. But I wouldn't want to be a part of that. That's a, that's a tougher deal, man, because we at least have something unique. And local sports is unique, too. I mean, and, you know, weather is unique, too, obviously, to your market, but to me it's a lot more accessible and easy to find than, than even local sports is. Got to hammer local. Local, local, local. And yep. here, you know, it's a lot of Arkansas. That's right. So uh looks like we're up against it now, so we need to take a break. But we'll come back. We'll hit some more NFL stuff. Um, and we've got, uh, yeah, a little bit from basically everybody. Just about our bids playing this weekend. Everybody, I mean, look, you cannot get enough of the hype on the Kansas City-Buffalo game. And, uh, you know, is this the year that Allen breaks through? Is this the year the, the Bills finally take that next step? And uh, and then, you know, really, and I talked about this yesterday with Coach. You know, Lamar's kind of in the same boat, and he talked about how, well, it's really different now, new offense and all that. Well, that's fine. you still got to go out and do it, right? Mm. And I think we all feel like the Ravens have a great shot, but we all want the Cowboys have a pretty good shot, too. Yeah. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the good news is you don't have to deal with McCarthy anymore. Oh, um, hey, question of the day today. What do you think about the Cowboys' decision to retain Mike McCarthy? Hey, let me ask you this, too. If you're a betting man, which you are, Sirianni back next year? And do you think it's easier for Lurie to go, well, the Cowboys kept their guy, and our guy's done more than McCarthy has? I, I kind of feel like he would have already been gone if he was gone. You got to know what's go- what happened. You know how did that team fall apart like it did to go from ten, 10 and, and one? one? Yeah, and, and, and many thought the favorite to win the Super Bowl to losing six out of their last seven, and really it could have been even worse. What happened? And that's that's the job of that the the owner and general manager right now to get inside that locker room and and try to find out was it his? I mean, he's the head coach, so yeah, like you said about McCarthy, he's responsible. But man, it seems like there are some deeper issues there than just the head coach. He deserves another year to get it right. To me, though, you were in the Super Bowl last year. He also lost his offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator last year. Yeah. Right. That's how important were those two guys? Yeah, if I'm the owner, I may say, hey, I'm forcing a change at these positions, or at least one of them, but, you know, well, that's I, what I'm, I'm not going to fire him. I've heard from Eagles fans that it's like maybe he's not that great of a head coach. He just had a good staff. Yeah. It could be. That absolutely is a possibility. So, uh, let's hit a break. We'll come back and we'll visit with Dr. O'Malley as we head in. I will tell you, I know you guys are hungry because you already told me that. I know you're thinking about lunch, so let me just pile on here. Our friends over at Cash in downtown Little Rock, always happy to help out and uh, fill you up when you're looking for a lunch spot or a dinner spot. And I love the variety on the menu. Everything from cheeseburgers and salmon, lighter offerings like wraps and salads. And, of course, they've got the wood-fired pizzas at Cash as well. Conveniently located in the heart of the River Market, and it's a great fine dining spot in the evening. But if you're just looking for a quick place to pop in and have a bite to eat before an event, or if you're trying to throw an event, Cash is happy to host you as well. A couple different locations in the restaurant. The Bayou Room can hold up to 30 folks in a fun setting. And also upstairs, just a great space. If you haven't been there yet, it's a great place to pop in and have a cocktail and an appetizer. But it's an awesome spot for up to 150 people for an event. So corporate event, you know, special like a rehearsal dinner or a party celebrating an engagement or any other big event you've got coming up. Cash is happy to host, and it is a great, great spot. 501-850-0265. Call ahead if you want to set up that event and rent a space, or just pop over and visit them with free valet parking in downtown Little Rock. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Arkansas State fell to Southern Miss 69 to 66. 
The Red Wolves are 3-3 three three in conference play. They'll face Texas State on Saturday. In the SEC, LSU pulled an upset over 22nd-ranked Ole Miss, beating them 89-80. They're led by senior guard Jordan Wright, who had 27 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. 8th-ranked Kentucky took care of business, beating Mississippi State 90-77. And 22nd-ranked Auburn also took care of business, beating Vanderbilt 80-65. Tonight in college basketball, Wood Rock will take on Southern Indiana at 7.30. Radio coverage for the game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. TV coverage can be seen on ESPN+. And Central Arkansas will take on Lipscomb at 7. That game can also be seen on ESPN+. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Melmel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs, they don't do surgery, And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Kinetics has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Don't have time to call? Message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live fan feedback. Or text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037. Now, let's get into the zone. They're ready to deal with Guatney Chevrolet. Had a day they were closed on Monday due to snow. Now you know they're ready to make up for that lost time and ready to make some deals. And they've got some great deals right now on the Equinox, on the Tahoes, on the Silverados. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com, and you can see all the great deals. You can see all the inventory. Remember, they're still paying top dollar for your vehicle. When you trade in that car, truck, SUV, you're going to be able to pay that thing off, have some money down to put down for a down payment. They are making it happen. This year at Guatney Chevrolet, starting off the new year with the bang, and they want you to start off the new year in a new ride. Don't forget, no payments for three months. That's still happening at Guatney Chevrolet. All kinds of great deals happening right now at the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It is Guatney Chevrolet. All right, Larry O'Malley, the good doctor, standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline to talk about some orthopedic issues largely related to sports injuries. And if you have a question today, come on, 661-1037. We welcome them. It's free medical advice, folks. How often do you get that? Uh, Doc, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, guys. Uh, Let's talk about some injuries here. And this is actually more than just an injury conversation. This is really a debate about the way the game is played. And we've heard a number of players come out in recent years, and it was actually quoted again during the broadcast with the Rams and Lions the other day, that players would rather get hit up high with the chance of a a head injury than deal with a knee injury like we saw uh, Higby suffer the other day in the L.A. game. We saw the same kind of play happen earlier in the season, Lions and Vikings, 
And these injuries uh, to the knees, Doc, when guys are getting hit trying to make a catch, it is um, – I don't know what the NFL can do because you don't want them up high, you don't want them down low. I guess you got to go hit them above the knee and below the shoulders. It's a, it's a tough deal, um, but obviously they have not protected that particular target area, and Higby now is going to deal with uh, – I don't know which MCL, L, you know, LCL, which one he – ACL. But anyway, obviously a significant knee injury. Yeah, so it's funny. I mean, the players say that, but, like, if you really look at it from a medical standpoint, I would rather than get hit in the knees or the head. Um, the, the problem is in the knee, it's easy to document, right? We get an MRI, we can tell you you tore your ACL, we you tore your MCL like he did. Um, in the head, it's much harder to document, but we don't know the long-term ramifications. You get all the CPE. So, like, the knee's fixable, the head may not be fixable, and they may be dealing with this for the rest of their life. Um, and that's also why they don't, why they would rather get hit high because the teams can't really prove there's much injury to their head, right? They can prove it to the knee and they don't want to, they don't want to trade for a guy or sign a free agent that's had multiple knee issues. Um, and so from a career standpoint, that's why they say that. But from a medical standpoint, I'd much rather than get hit the knee. Is that fixable? Yes, there's a big damage. It does. Um, and are they higher risk for arthritis? It is. But that's not going to affect their cognitive ability and their ability just to be a normal human um, like it does getting hit in the head. As yeah, so Dan Campbell said, he was aiming for the thigh board, which I had not heard that term used before, uh, but obviously hit him a little bit lower than either anticipated or wanted. And it's hard at, at full speed to you know, nail a guy exactly where you want to because you know these receivers, Doc, they just won't stand still and let you tackle them. It's really unfair. Right. The other problem, right, is that guys are just getting faster and bigger, and that's just the nature of training. And so this is, it's a very physical sport. Our athletes are bigger, stronger than they were 20 years ago. You're going to see more high energy injuries. Um, but I don't know how you fix it unless you just go to two hand touch football, but I don't think anybody wants to watch that either. So, no. uh, there's, there's really not a good solution. I don't want to pay what it costs to go to an NFL game to watch guys play flag or touch. No, you're right. Um, let me say, uh, also speaking of brains, and leg injuries, Jair Alexander in the news this week, the Packers corner, who did one of the weirder things we've ever seen, go out as a captain and call the coin toss, and he almost uh, gave the ball to the other team in both halves to start. Um, worked out okay, ended up getting suspended one game. Now he's dealing with an ankle injury. Matt LaFleur said if they had to put him back in the game the other day, he wasn't good to go. So I'm guessing at that position specifically, uh, ankle's about as important as any position on the field. Right. And it's really probably going to be uh, week to week to see how he's playing, how he's able to tolerate what is, is he able to even be effective on the field. And it's one of those you don't really know until you get probably the day before the game to go, yeah, we think he can play or no, he's going to be out this week. So, um, and every ankle injury is just going to be different. Sometimes they rehab a whole lot faster. Uh, Mahomes, for example. Uh, and sometimes it takes a lot longer to come back because he may miss a substantial amount of games due to this. Doc, Sam Laporta, the tight end for Detroit a couple weeks ago, it looked like a gross knee injury. Turns out he just hyperextended his knee. He played last week, had a touchdown catch, and he was a full participant at yesterday's uh, practice. Uh, the hyperextend of a knee, it, it, do you see that often to where it's just the, the simple hyperextend of the knee, you know, the bones hitting each other and there's no tears, no uh, any kind of damage? Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. When you hyperextend, you actually hit cartilage that's not really we don't really use uh, in a normal function of the knee, and so it's actually an injury you can come back pretty quickly from. They can be very painful, and they can take a while to get better from a pain standpoint, but I've seen them maybe once a month we see one, uh, and I tell the patients really as they can progress, what you just do is you can brace them to keep their knee from hyperextending. You can protect them from getting back into that position, and then um, whenever, however, they get, however they feel and when they feel like they can go back, we let them play. Um, but, yeah, it, it looks very gruesome for a lot of those hyperextension injuries. But a lot of times they don't do significant damage to any cartilage that's relevant in the day. You may do some damage to some irrelevant cartilage, which is not a big deal. We'll let them play through that because they're not going to do any long-term damage to their knee. You know, that's, I was just reading a story about him, Doc, and um, he was wearing a brace, and he, he actually played, you know, obviously the other day. But uh, how much do you see that with tight ends? We talk about it with offensive linemen. Tight ends, obviously, kind of a hybrid spot. How much do you see tight ends with those knee braces? Not very often. So that's the thing, right? We go back to the um, how do you protect these guys? Well, really, you protect them by putting them in braces, but they, when you start talking about skill position players, they don't want to be in braces. 
And so it's hard to protect them from an injury if you don't brace them. Um, but even if you look at like the offensive line, they all wear braces. But if you really look at the studies on that, we haven't really proven that they're not going to protect the ACL. That's really been proven. We can't really protect the ACL with a brace from a pivoting non-contact, right? Most ACL tears occur because they cut, pivot, but nobody hits them. What the braces will protect is somebody hitting your knee and causing a tear that way. So like that tight end that was injured last week, uh, he probably could have potentially not torn his ACL had he had a brace on, but most guys don't want to play in braces. So that's where that fine line of finding where they can be competitive, but also trying to protect them the best we can. And most would rather just take the risk and not play in a brace. Billy has a question on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Doc, he wants to know about Achilles soreness related to Hagland's Hagland's deformity. Won't go away. Painful. Yeah, so what the hack so your your Achilles, right, that's your heel cord, um, attaches to your calcaneus or your heel bone. And so what the Hagland's deformity is is over time it's just this chronic tearing of that tendon that causes you to lay down kind of essentially a bunch of extra bone on that heel bone, your calcaneus. Um, which is called a Hagland's deformity. So treatment for it is really aggressive stretching to really get, try to get that heel cord stretched out. Um, and um, you can try anti-inflammatories. When it's really flared up, they can put you in a boot to try to calm it down. Um, and then the treatment, if it doesn't improve with those things, would be surgery where you actually take the Hagland, you cut the bone off, that extra bone off, and reattach your Achilles tendon back to your, your heel bone, your calcaneus. Um, but those are the options prior to surgery. One more for me, Doc, and then we'll let you go. Um, I saw Anzalone, the linebacker for the Lions, is dealing with a shoulder injury, which we can imagine what kind of challenges that presents. We talked about Lawrence, the quarterback for the Jags, when they were still alive. Obviously, he's got plenty of time to work on that now, deal with a shoulder injury. Um, and it's obviously pretty critical for a quarterback. For a linebacker, I'm guessing that's you know pretty tough to form tackle, sticking your shoulder into somebody when you're, you're injured there. What, what are the... I guess uh, preventative things there. What can he do to to stay in the game? Yeah, so it all it all depends on what the injury is. So, like if it's a, an AC sprain, uh, you can eject that, put a pad on that, um, and we'll inject those right before the game to numb it up so they can play through it. Uh, if you start talking about a labral tear, right, the the gasket that runs around the socket of the shoulder, uh, what we do for that when that gets torn is when they get shoulder instability, the shoulder wants to pop out. Uh, we can put them in a brace and uh, uh, a, um, a linebacker, even uh, linemen, uh, even quarterbacks, we can put them in braces where they can't get into a position where their shoulder's going to pop out. So we can restrict their motion with a brace, but most of the time they can still be very effective in that brace. So you see guys all the time, if you watch, they'll be wearing like a cuff around their arm with two little uh, essentially um, straps that go to their shoulder pads, which they're they're essentially locked down, so their shoulder can't get in a position where it's going to pop out. Um, and that works extremely well. And we'll, most of our defensive players can wear that and finish the season, and then you can fix their labral issues with at the end of the season. Quarterbacks, offensive players, particularly skill players, different. A lot of times they can't play through it. Even look at Josh or his right with the uh, with the Grizzlies, and he's having surgery on it because he's not able to play through it. Um, and so, like a, a basketball player, you're not going to be able to restrict like you could a, a defensive player on a football. Gotcha, Doc. Appreciate it very much. And uh, again, if you need the doctor or any of his colleagues, you can get up at their locations around ums.health/orthopedics. 501-526-1046 for same or next day appointment availability. Doc, thank you for the time. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks. Sounds good, guys. All right. No injuries for Debo the other day. He was out of the game because, well, he accidentally hit a guy in the groin. At least that is his claim, and we believe him. We asked him about it today when he joined us earlier in the zone. First question, were you trying to kick the guy in the groin or not? No. I didn't. You know, it's crazy. Like, it's like I when I do layups and stuff, like, no telling I like how I do it, like within the aspect of my legs going places or whatever. I mean, he came out of nowhere, so I mean, I didn't see him, and then I, I actually was coming down, and my legs, like, I got to come down, and my legs got to come down with me, you know. I mean, gravity is crazy. <laughs> like, I had no opportunity to, like, pull my legs back, and so I accidentally kicked him, but it wasn't no purpose. Los Angeles, India. 
It's time for the 42nd Annual Arkansas Marine Expo, Arkansas's premier boat show. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Ski boats, bass boats, wake and surf boats, party barges, all on display and at discount show prices. And you could win a new $11,000 Sea-Doo Spark personal watercraft, courtesy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Bradford Marine and ATV, and BRP. $10 for adults, children 12 and under free. Don't miss Arkansas's premier boat show. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Happy hours Sunday through Thursday at Elia's with half-off draft and bottled beer. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Rates as low as 3.99% on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Now listen to me now. Offer valid through January 31st only. Get approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-813-8757 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today, 800-813-8757. That's 800-813-8757. What do you have to lose? Call 800-813-8757. Again, 800-813-8757. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. Join the zone each weekday for the entertainment report brought to you by Bell and Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on the zone. Justin Weston Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell and Sword has everything for the best dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell and Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a A midday sports talk show host in Little Rock, Arkansas. We are living the dream every day here on The Zone. Now, let's see what the fellas are up to. I know I'd go from rags to riches. Still waiting on that part. All right, welcome back in The Zone, and let's bring in the mayor of Little Rock, as we do every other week, Frank Scott, Jr., I'm still waiting his lobster, courtesy of me. Mayor, I was going to take you out this week, but, you know, with the road conditions and such, I didn't think it was a good idea. But welcome back. <clears throat> Just a second. We're uh, answering the phone right now. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to do all that over again. Wow. i got to come up with something new. Now you can do it. Mayor Scott, welcome. How are you? Hey, how are you? Good. thought we had you on already. I was telling the guys... uh I was gonna I was gonna offer to take you out for your lobster this week, but I thought with the weather it wouldn't be a good idea. So we'll, we'll catch you. Yeah, soon. you're like <laughs> no, you're great right story. There. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's going on road condition wise? We're not getting a lot of help from the temperatures, and I know there was uh, I don't know somebody was saying something about freezing rain, but anyway, it hasn't been an easy week. Certainly, what's what's going on right now? Uh, it truly has been a tough week. But so proud of the men and women of our Little Rock Hookworks team, our 911 operators first responders, animal services, our emergency shelter team that's been helping uh, with our house brothers and sisters. And we've been pushing through. Uh, all the main roads are pretty much clear. There's some refreezing, uh, and we've been working on our side streets today, but we're still kind of battling those hidden spots and hope to have everything situated as it relates to trash tomorrow. And so we'll start running our regular Friday route tomorrow. And those that we missed, it'll just go back to your regular scheduled day because uh, it creates if we went back. So uh, things to be situated from that standpoint, just continue to hope for warmer weather. 
No doubt. Well, for those of us who have a roof over our heads, it has not been pleasant. For those who don't, it is downright dangerous. And I know there are a lot of folks around the city who have, not just when the weather's bad, but have helped folks who are in need. And uh, what what, uh, what can people do if they want to help with that? And then also what's being done right now to help people stay safe during these cold temperatures? Sure. So the city of Little Rock and the van uh, have teamed together to have an emergency shelter uh, center. Uh, at the East Little Rock Community Center. We've been standing it up the past few days. So big shout-out to Aaron Redden and the entire It's the Van uh, nonprofit that's been working with us to house our unhoused brothers and sisters. And just very grateful for the City Little Rock team members and the It's the Van leadership for all they've been doing. So definitely want to encourage those who can. Uh, please make donations to It's the Van and Aaron Redden, what they've been able to. That helps us do what we're doing for those who need warmth during this time. Mayor, how do you how's it divided up? I, I think people are often curious because we hear about you know our dot out there working on the roads, and then you guys are doing. It. How is all this divided up so that you are, aren't doing maybe redundant and doing the same thing? Well, uh, we have nine primary roads. Uh, it's on our website. If you follow our social media, uh, they'll have the direct link. But uh, to show those nine primary uh, routes that we do snow covering, which are the main arterial routes within the city. Uh, which do not include any state highway. So um, the interstates are all RDOT. We're very grateful for the work they've been doing because when people get off the bus streets, they want to take the interstate for whatever reason. Uh, they're traveling the metro area. RDOT's done a really good job, so shout-out to there. Uh, and then we handle everything else within the city, uh, which are the main roads and then our side streets. The side streets are secondary. Uh, but take, for instance, uh, Highway 10. Uh, many people know that it's canceled. That's not a city street. That's a state highway. Hmm. Broadway is not a city street. That's a state highway. That's Highway 7. Hmm. Um, basically, Asher, Roosevelt, Colonel Glenn, the, the then turns into stagecoach, that's all Highway 5. You literally can take Asher straight to Saline County. Uh, and that is a, a, a state highway, things of that nature. But many times they're operated as a city street. Uh, and we just take care of everything else. So a main artillery would be for us. University, Gower Spring, uh, uh, West Markham, uh, other areas of that particular uh, of, of our city. But we have those particular routes uh, can be seen at our website. I know with the freezing weather and all the snow on the ground, now it's going to thaw out. Next week we're supposed to get a ton of rain, and that to me is a uh, recipe for potholes. What what is the city prepared to do, and and I, I'm sure you're prepared for it. What's it going to be like over the next couple of weeks? We're going to keep filling. So when you we just <laughs> encourage everyone <laughs> to go to three one one. We know we're going to have an onslaught of potholes because of all of this, and so we just ask everyone to t- if you hit one or before you hit one, uh, let us know because we're we're going out surveying ourselves. But there are many times we may miss one, and so we just ask that you log into three one one, and we'll get that. Uh, within hours, if, if not a day or so. You get Wes a shovel, Mayor. We'll put him to work. Maybe he can help out on the potholes. <laughs> we'll he do. needs a third we'll job. Do. All right. Hey, I appreciate, appreciate the time. Stay warm out there, and uh, appreciate the good work. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, Mayor Frank Scott, Jr. We appreciate the time. And let's hit a few items here on our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. And, Wes, if you want to hit some text offerings. Rusty says, uh, as far as a sports reporter, my motto is there's no dumb questions. Just dumb people that ask them. Well, leave me out of this, buddy. I'm sitting right here. I can hear you. Geronimo says, "In the senior, is the Senior Bowl the only college game left? The Blue-Gray game, I believe, ended in 2001. Do you know other football games for college football standouts? There's more than one All-Star game. Right? Yeah. The, what is it? The East-West Shrine Game, then the Reese's Senior Bowl, and there's the NFL Players Association game. Um, I think the NFLPA may have already been played. I'm not sure, but uh, there there are three or four uh, kind of senior games. Casey says, guys, please address how we can even think up by t- how we can even think up by 20. Not playing any defense, no rebounds. How anyone can think this team is more than 500. No NIT, definitely no NCAA. West, your Cowboys suck at playoff time. Your Hogs, same boat. Love the show, though. Hmm. Thanks, Casey. Hey, uh, I mean, you can take the negative and say they blew a 20-point lead, or you can look at the positive and say they had a 20-point lead. They were doing something right at that time. And yeah. I choose to think that, hey, they did something right. But then A&M's a good team, too. And they battled back, and they had a player that had a just a career night. It took uh, 33, 30-something 30 shots, 32 shots 32. to get it. But 
uh, A&M did a lot of good things to get back into the game. I like how Devo suggested he's like, well, you know, it took 30-something. He's like, you yeah, know, but still, you know, whatever. But it's kind of like, you know, it didn't take him 30 shots to get there. Uh, last thing for me, Bobby says, Justin, you know how you feel about Oates is how a lot of people feel about Muss. I'm a Hog fan, but Muss's antics come off a little spoiled brat, and his size doesn't help. Also, the Oates interaction with the players where things are headed if coaches don't get a handle on their own players, talking trash to opposing coaches and benches. I know that isn't necessarily what happened here, but at some point it isn't going to a coach isn't going to have that and will go off on an opposing player and it'll be ugly. Yeah, I hope it doesn't come to that, but you're right. I, I think, guys, that, that is a trend that is an issue. Guys addressing opposing benches when they make a play, which is what they're in the game to do. Shut up and get to the other end and play defense, dummy, hmm. and quit talking to the opposing benches and making a showboat of yourself. I don't mind if you celebrate with your teammates because you hit a big shot, but it is ridiculous. And I do know that don't people don't like Muss, and that's fine. He's our, he's our guy to, to dislike. So... Um, you know, and I'm sure if I was an Alabama fan, I'd probably feel the same way about Oates. From the 501, should the Cowboys trade Dak during the draft for a top pick? Maybe the Bears' number nine pick. I don't think the, I don't know why yeah, the Bears would yeah, want to do that. Salary cap ramifications could be severe. You trade away a guy making forty million dollars. That's going to be a huge cap hit on the on the Cowboys. If you want to get rid of Dak, I think you just let him play out this contract and and then maybe draft somebody or go and sign somebody or maybe yeah. trade Lance is ready. I don't I don't know uh, the question the answer to that, but I don't think the answer is trading him for the Bears pick. Yeah, because they if wouldn't I, they wouldn't go for it. Mm-mm. If I may, from the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, fellas, hope you're staying warm. I heard your segment about the reporter that didn't know the Lions played in the Dome, but if I was a reporter asking questions about weather, I'd probably look like an idiot, so it's hard for me to cast stones. Go ahead. They don't mind. Uh, uh, Wes, I want you to know how much I appreciate your fearless Friday and your dedication to the local high school football. I'm not sure if you've thought about doing something similar for basketball, but that would also be pretty cool, but not quite as cool as the My Baby Parties All the Time song y'all rocked going into the break. <laughs> yes, thank you, Eddie Murphy. Wes, you do do a great job. We appreciate the high school coverage. Thanks. Good work. Yeah, it, it's a uh, huge commitment from the station on during the fall to have that many reporters and photographers to go out and cover so many high school football games. I don't think that we could do it for basketball. Um, I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, honestly, you look at some of the high school basketball games and the fans that are there, and you can make an argument that this state's a basketball state, that... Yeah. As far as high school level, I mean, they they love it, man, and it would be worth maybe having extended coverage. Luckily, we have a lot of time on Fox 16 at 9 o'clock, and we do get to go out and cover four or five high school basketball games on Tuesdays or Fridays, but um, that would be tough to be do a 30-minute yeah. show on high school basketball. Yeah, it would be cool. I mean, it's two days instead of one, two, yeah. so it's a lot to cover. It is a tall order, but, yeah, you're right. And look, if you look at the talent that's been turned out from a basketball standpoint versus football, uh, it certainly is a basketball state in a lot of ways. Uh, Brian's cup is half full. He says, like no other college team ever blew a 20-point lead. Most lose those games when we hung in and got a W. That's right. Look, we just told you a couple days ago we had an NBA team blow a fourth-quarter 20-point lead, and they did not win. They lost. So it does happen. And admittedly, the NBA is a little different because you got the shot clock's a little shorter, so that's part of it. But anyway, we are against it. We will be back. You guys are about to smash some grub. Rock and roll sushi in the house. We get a review to boot. Entertainment, birthdays, and some Arkansas, NFL. the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup. Best wings in the city with 11 different sauces. But try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the 